Well, we're we're live on YouTube now, at least on one account that has maybe 20 followers. So, you know, we're kind of big time here. But <laughs> I hear you. Um, good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Sawdust Talk. It's episode number 94, uh, which holds no special value other than it's bigger than 93. So, hey, we're doing better than we were last week. Uh, we've got an awesome guest tonight. We have Shane Peters from Shane's Custom Hardwood. Um, which I feel like is exactly what it's implying. So we're going to find out more about that. TJ's running just a minute late, but you know him. Um, I'm Braden from Little Bug Woodworking. Uh, I'm here in Omaha. I do a little bit of everything. And before we get into everything, we want to thank our sponsors, Surf Prep and George Supply Co. And normally I have a big banner here, but I took it down because I have clamps up here now. Uh, but we, uh, we appreciate everything that they do. They make the show... Um, maybe not possible. We could probably figure it out, but it's more fun with them. So we like that. Um, Shane, how's it going? It's going great. So, uh, I'm Shane Peters. I live in Fullerton, California, and I'm looking forward to telling everybody about how this thing started. It's, 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 it's an absolute crazy story. Um, it was just a one fluke, uh, after another that just snowballed into something that I had to actually create a a business behind, like get a, get a business license and logos and all kinds of stuff. It, it, it really got out of control for a while. It was bad, actually. It was, it got to a point where I was going to my regular job from like six in the morning until around four or five at night. And then um, woodworking until 10 or 11 at night. And that was seven days a week. And then on weekends, it was just all day. So my wife had gotten to the point where it was about to be uh, divorce time. So I was able to kind of figure out how to scale everything back and and uh, we've got it pretty dialed in now so i mean dialed in just means everyone just has to wait <laughs> so <laughs> that's what that is wait wait times mean exclusivity like wait yeah. times are good i mean they're not great but usually there's i mean there's a lot of value to having a wait time i i thought that uh by i thought i would maybe get rid of some of the people who were trying to get orders from me by 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 saying like, ah, it's going to be several months. And they're just like, ah, we'll just wait. You know, not one person uh, uh, turned the other way. And I offered like deposits back and everything. And everyone just says, no, no, we'll wait. So my my list is still pretty long, but, it, you know, I am churning them out now and just kind of a, I do a couple nights a week, um, two or three nights a week, just two two or three hours a night. And then a little bit on the weekends, but that I've got, I've got it pretty uh, uh, tame now. So why don't why don't we start the story with what we're talking about? What what type of, of product do you make, or like what's your niche? What do you what do you make? Well, uh, right now the only thing I really post about, other than you know uh, silly stuff, is uh, these uh, multi layer uh, uh, multi color logo uh, inlays. These epoxy inlays that I do. Um, that's the only thing that people really care about. I, I, I can do coffee bars or big river tables and all this other stuff. And everyone just like dance, epoxy monkey dance. You know, that's all they want to see. So I don't even bother posting any of the other things that I make, any furniture, tables, stuff like that. I just I just kind of keep it around this. But um, this is all what, what's crazy about this. So I'll, I'll start out with this because people who really know me know that like um, – I really have a, a, a big passion for this epoxy inlay stuff. And I love sharing the information. I share it with anybody who asks. I don't uh, I don't try to like patent anything. So many people told me, oh, patent this idea with the overlaps and stuff. And I'm like, like I said, at one point, uh, because, because I know it sounds nuts, but before five years ago, you just didn't see people with two color epoxies touching. There was always a wood border in between. And unless unless they were just pouring, kind of letting it flow and, and, and looking all beautiful like that. But but I'm talking about like actual logo work where there's a color touching a color, touching a color and then a fourth color coming in between all of them. And uh, it was it's honestly as is. Well, let me say what I was going to say. So I love sharing this stuff with people. Um, I, I make sure on Instagram I come across as the goat, the epoxy God, you know, all this crazy shit. But but honestly, like where my heart is, is sharing this information with everybody, because there's so much room for everybody to be doing this. And it's not as hard as people might think when they look at the finished work. There is everyone's like, oh, my gosh, like, how did you do that? But it's actually just a, a simple process that is very time consuming. That's the thing. When you get into like 20, 30, 40 colors. And, and the project is back and forth to your CNC machine for like a month. 
and then something happens at the end. I won't even talk about that story, but, and it's a complete start over. Um, you have to put in the time. So I'm thinking like, well, it's possible someone else tried this and then just said, uh-uh, like there's this, like right now in the garage, I have a piece going that um, has been cutting for over three hours. So to do these, you almost have to abandon the thought of, of uh, oh man, okay, a CNC machine running, that's X amount of dollars per hour. Oh, that's three hours just for the color black tonight. Uh, add that up, chick, chick, chick. No, no, no. <laughs> like you're never going to come whole on, on this. This is really like, this epoxy logo stuff is really a passion and you got to really want to do it and, and, and be into it. Now, two or three colors, that goes quick, but I'm talking like the really detailed stuff. So, um, so I just kind of, I just kind of wanted to say like, if anybody has any questions, they can always message me. Um, there's a lady that helps me uh, in Colorado. I've never met her, but she manages my Instagram messages and lets me know when, uh, you know, when someone and I ask something that, you know, needs, needs an answer from me. And, um, uh, I can get back there. And then so many people already have my cell phone and that's just the best way for them to uh, get a hold of me. So um, that being said, let me just take you to the beginning, if that's cool. And I'll, I'll tell you how this whole thing started. So um, I referee hockey and uh, I tore rotator cuff about five and a half years, actually almost six years ago now coming up in this December. And, um, and uh, I was going to be off the ice because it was like a full tear. The surgeon told me I'd be off the ice for like 10 to 12 months or something like that. So I figured like, well, what am I going to do on the weekends just to stay busy so my wife doesn't kill me for being in the house and, you know, having, you know, just like breathing down her neck, you know. So I thought, oh, you know what I'll do? I know what I'm going to do. Um, my grandfather was a master woodworker and I've always loved woodworking. So I said, you know what? I had a 13 inch DeWalt planer, a Porter cable benchtop jointer and a DeWalt uh, tailgate uh, contractor saw the 10 inch. Those are the only three tools that I owned five years ago that had anything to do with woodworking. And I thought, you know what I'll do uh, on weekends? I'll just make cutting boards, like end grain cutting boards, and that's it. So I make the um, I make up some cutting boards, and I went on this site called Etsy, which I had never heard of, but a friend of mine uh, set up an account for me on there. So um, I was like, okay. So I was looking around and like just looking for like equivalent size and specs, you know, like okay, twenty four by eighteen by an inch and a half thick. They're selling it for you know three eighty. I'll sell them for three fifty at that size just to try to get a few sales. Well. 24 hours had passed after my posting a few boards and uh, I didn't have any sales. And I was like, I've only got 10 months to do this. Like, I, I, you know, it's time to like, I got to get the ball rolling here. So I, I had just finished doing a table for my wife uh, that I'd been working on and off for like three years on uh, where I used to work. Um, we leased part of our garage to, or part of our shop to a, a wood flooring company and they had these great tools. So I was able to get like, live edge slabs and build bases and use their tool. They were really cool with that. So for about three years on and off, I just was building this live edge table for my wife with like a root system for a base. Absolutely epic. And when I made it, I turned down $8,000 for it. I got offered and I was like, no, 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 this is like a one of a kind piece and I'm doing it for my wife. I'm not taking the money. Well, I get this great idea to say, well, you know, since my cutting boards haven't sold in 23 hours, I even asked a guy on Etsy. I was like, hey, you're, no offense to your board. Like, it's beautiful. But I mean, if yours is 380 and mine's 330, like, and I'm not getting any action, like, how long does it take? He's, the guy's like, oh, dude, it could take a year or so to get clientele built up. And I'm like, I've got 10 months, dude. And then it's all like, I named this Shane's Hardwood just so my 70 followers on Instagram, who are my hockey buddies all around the world, because I, I, I travel around to do uh, different events in a bunch of different countries. Just so they had to say Shane's hardwood, like a dick joke. That was it. Honestly, that was this whole thing was just a total joke. It was nothing beyond that. So anyway, I, I put the cutting boards up and there was nothing in 24 hours. So I, I get this great idea. I said, you know, I just finished this table for my wife. Jimmy, just uh, put it on there and just list it. And he's like, well, how much you want to list it for? I said, well, just put five grand because no one will spend that on Etsy. That's like a mom and pop thing. I don't even know what Etsy is but just so they don't think I'm crazy, but that way they'll see it and they'll go, holy shit, if he can do that, then his cutting boards must be nice type of thing. So that was a Friday. On Saturday morning, I woke up and uh, I came downstairs and <laughs> I saw I had an Etsy sale overnight. So I was super excited. I screamed upstairs. I'm like, babe, we sold the cutting boards. I run in there and I look and all my boards are there. Now, I didn't mention to you that I never told my wife that I was sell like listing her coffee table because I wasn't going to sell it and I don't want her to freak out. So I go in there and all my boards are there but there's $5,000 in my account like pending. And I'm just like, Oh no, I just sold my wife's table that I had just finished. And I didn't even mention to her that I did it. So now I'm starting to panic, you know, panic setting in. I'm just like, oh, I'm in big trouble. Like she loved this table. 
And um, I, I I sent an email to the buyer who was uh, uh, the uh, Etsy name was uh, Jules Jade seventy one. And I sent her a message hoping, like, not not saying, like, hey, we got to back out. I wasn't supposed to sell this. Just kind of, like, if you, you know, just to see if she said, like, ah, that was too much. I, I'd like my money back. I would gladly refund it. So instead, I get an email back just talking about how, like, you know, oh, my gosh, I'm so excited to put this in my home. I live down here in San Diego. And my husband's a Navy SEAL. And I was an adult film actress and all this stuff. So right away, my brain starts going, like, oh, adult film actress. Like, what would you say? So I look at her Etsy name. That's how I remember it was Jules Jade 71. So remember, I'm downstairs, my wife's upstairs. I told her we sold the cutting board. And then in between that, I got this email back in like 10 or 15 minutes and I'm reading it. And, and I'm now I'm Googling Jules Jade porn in my phone just to, you know, I'm just like, well, I have to see if she's lying. So, so um, sure enough, these videos come up and I'm sitting there. And I'm just like, look at this video going like, oh my God, this, this lady bought my, like my table is crazy. And I feel this kind of presence over my shoulder <laughs> and it's my wife. I look like this, and she's just got this look on her face, and she's like, "Really?" I'm like, "No, no, 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 no." I say, so I just take my phone and I'm like holding it up to her, going, "That's not what it looks like." I said, "This lady just bought our coffee table," and at that point, she's like, "That's the worst excuse I've ever heard for someone getting caught watching porn," you know? And I'm like, "No, like, look, just read the emails. You're gonna see what I'm talking about." So she reads the emails, and now she's no longer upset that I was had porn on, but she was just a, little bit, a bit upset that I sold her table. So. But then I'm thinking to myself, well, I can't like renege on this lady and not give it to her because if I get a negative thing on Etsy, my very first one, the next 10 months are screwed. So I I just put that. Now remember, there's no epoxy. I've never even I've never even touched epoxy in my life, ever in my yeah. life, or seen it on a shelf. Like I don't even remember ever seeing it anywhere before after this. So uh, in a CNC machine, like what the hell is that? I have no idea what that even means. I still don't know what CNC stands for. Anyway, so um so I, I, um, oh gosh, where was I before that? I'm sorry. I lost my train of thought. You sold it to the porn actress. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so, so yeah, right. So, so, um, I, I go to deliver the table finally after about a month of, you know, back and forth and trying to like, you know, just make sure it's like finished perfect and all that kind of stuff. And I've never had so many people volunteer to help me move a piece of furniture in my life. Like they're just lining up at the, I've moved a lot of times and I've never had this kind of help, you know, being thrown at me. So right. My says, you know, Hey, I'll, I'll go with you. So my cousin butter. So I tell him like, yeah, okay, let's, let's do this. So I said, you know, I have a good idea on the way there. Let's stop at Stater brothers and get a couple honeydew melons. Because what I want to do is like, when I get there, I'm going to give her this cutting board as a gift and I'll stand behind the counter fully clothed. But I figured like I could put a melon on each side and then have her post something that says like, you know, oh, doesn't Shane's hardwood look good between my melons? Something like that kind of funny, but like clean enough to where there's no nudity or anything. It would be fine. Sure. Well, um, because I wanted to, I wanted the cutting board thing to happen. You know, I wasn't going to be starting to sell tables. I just wanted the cutting board thing to happen. So I go there to deliver it. And um, this driveway is like a mile long. And I stopped way too soon because I felt pretty uncomfortable, like getting too close to the house. So I get out and I, I walk up and I meet them at the door and we're talking and she's in a really bad mood. Like, and this, this Navy seal, he's like, just ripped. I mean, just a tank. And she is like basically dragging him around by his ear. And by the way, Jay, if you're watching, I love you, but and that's what was happening. So, um, so I'm like, okay, like she is in a terrible mood because they had people coming over and this was supposed to be a quick thing. And I got to get the hell out of here because she is like not happy. And I'm so I'm not so I'm like I am not doing the, the whole like hey can you put these on there and talk about your melons because like her husband would just fold me up like you know what I mean so I'm not doing that well I turn around and here comes my cousin he's jogging up the driveway with these melons and and I turn around just like I turn around like this and I just go so I'm sure they saw it because I'm just you're far from me as I'm in there like mm -mm -mm. And he does this big turn and he turns back and he runs back to the car so to this day we've never talked about that with Jay or, Ju or Julie and myself. But I, I know in their mind, they must have been thinking, like, what, is this guy coming over thinking he's having lunch? Like, why is he bringing honeydew melons here? Like, I don't I know it's never made sense to them ever because I never told them about that. So I come back from that. And just a few days later, I'll kind of speed it up here. Um, I have a. Um, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, I'm sorry. Jason Kaplan from The Stern Show, one of the producers there. Yeah, uh, I was talking. He's a big barbecue guy. So I was talking right. to him about wanting a cutting board and stuff like that. And then before you know it, it's like stuff for the whole cast. And I'm flying out there and got a studio tour and all this stuff and deliver. It was, it was great. Like it was just epic, an epic time. 
Well, then I come back because they had followed uh, Jules. So I think that's how they saw the, the first thing. When I come back, I'm, I'm getting so, other messages from other adult film actresses about making cutting boards. And I'm like, whoa, like, you know, first of all, cutting boards and porn to me just is just like a complete separate uh, uh, entity. Like it, it shouldn't be together. So I've got to like steer this thing to get it out. You know, so what were you going to ask something? I was just going to ask. Okay. So at, at this point, did you have epoxy involved or no, not? So I'll, like, I'll, these I'll are- tell you that. So at this point, I've just now like just having people wanting cutting boards from me. So I go and I and I I saw on the internet someone take this like this router template and you know just use the hand router and router out like a heart in a board and then poured this epoxy in there. So I'm like, oh, I'm gonna give that a try. Man, you would have think I invented sliced bread the first time I did like a one color pour. I was like, man, and then I get it all shined up. I'm like, I'm running around like I was going door to door like I was selling candy bars. Like, look at this, you know, look at this, look at this. Like, just couldn't believe that, that I had made this thing. And then um. And I, that's what I was doing, just single color pours like like everyone else or with a wood border doing other colors. And then I, 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 I'm I not kidding you when I say one night in the middle of the night, I woke up and I was like, babe, you got to write this down. And she's like, what? I'm sleeping. Like, what are you talking about? I said, I have an idea for how to make the colors. Like, we don't have to have a wood border anymore. And she's just like, shut the fuck up and go to bed. Like, what are you <laughs> doing? Like, whatever. So because if you if you I always tell people with this logo in mind, you know that that yellow circle with the black eyes and the black smile, that smiley face logo. It's like you know one of the most famous like happy face logos ever. So if you, I, I just thought to myself like, and I'm sure I don't know how anyone never did this, but just cut the yellow circle and let it cure, and then cut the eyes in the mouth and pour it, and then flatten it, and boom, you've got that. So now. I figured I kicked it into high gear and these boards are starting to sell because, because of, because of like the Howard Stern show attention and stuff like that. There was just a long line of people who were just like looking to get one because they figured like, Oh, if Baba Booey has one or whatever, like, or, 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 you know, any of those guys like, or Fred or Howard, like I want, I, I want to get one. So it was a lot of that kind of stuff. And I was starting to mess with the epoxy. So I went from like two to three to four colors. And, um, and I, I'm sorry, I, I went to like, I was still doing one color. I'm sorry. And then I had to get a CNC machine because I was like, the only way I'm going to be able to do this, it's too hard with these, these templates. So I was looking around for CNC machines and I almost bought, you know, the, the, uh, was it Axiom? I think is one of them. And the shark H HD or four or something. Those, those hobby ones that are at like Rockler. Yeah. And, um, and then I started looking like up a level. I was looking at like Onefinity, which is a nice one. And then I reached out to Laguna and the salesman there, uh, his name was Jacob just super cool dude. And he like totally hooked me up. Well, I don't know if he hooked me up. I, I was about, it was about $7,000 for Laguna IQ. So it was about double what I wanted to pay, but I've always been somebody who's like, eh, I want to get like, I don't want to get to like a, have something breaking or, or doing it. Cause I didn't know anything about those other ones. And I know the frames were kind of wobbly on the Axiom one and stuff like that, that they had at Rockler. So I just sprung for the, the thing. Now, when this thing showed up, I was like a like a five-year-old with the remote control for one of those giant helicopters that has 8,000 buttons on it and no clue what to do. Like I, I could turn it on and turn it off and move it around. And then I didn't, I've never worked with any software either. So it was completely self-taught. So for a while I was just cutting, instead of having to go pay some dude 25 bucks per template for a heart or for a Michigan logo or for Georgia or whatever, Green Bay. Um, now my machine could make it. So I, I figured out that part. And then, and then I started trying to do like more colors and more colors. And I just, I just figured out like, because of the V bit, if you figure like, if this was the level of the top of the board and then down to where we cut it, when a V bit comes in, it does like this and, and you only go to the outside of the vector. So if you have a V here and a V here, when I flattened down, there was like a, a space of wood in between because they met. So I knew I had to like, I have to overlap and pour it bigger and then cut into it on the epoxy. So when I pour it and flatten it, it's perfect. So I had I spent a lot of months trying to figure that out, like exactly how to do it in the correct order and all that stuff. And then and then and the whole time I was like giving this information out and posting stuff, and the account just kept like picking up steam. Um, like fast forwarding to now, it's like complete full sponsorships of epoxy and t- uh, pigments and tints, uh, machines. Like I honestly so undeserving of anything like that because I tell everybody I'm like a giant bald monkey, like an idiot. Like seriously, if, if I'm able to do this, anyone can do this. You just have to be stubborn enough to put in the fucking time to like not want to give up because like, Oh my gosh, I just spent 
I just spent 11 nights in a row going back and forth doing all these colors. And I just put an eyeball in the wrong place and it's completely a complete start over. So that, that, you know, there was, and, and believe me before any kind of the, where I was getting everything for free, there was Nancy, are you listening? Yes. There was only, only thousands, tens of thousands. There was thousands of dollars of, yeah, of mistakes and learning and, and, and just, you know, that I'm sitting there going like, oh, well, there goes another, you know, chunk of money gone, you know, trying to figure like start over, start over because I just never have it in me to like tell a customer like, ah, uh, no, it, it got ruined. So here's your money back. I just keep going until it's done. I mean, I've, I've seriously gone through some, some of these places and done like two, three, four boards for a person. They have no idea. I just, I just give them the final one in the beginning. I'm talking about now, now, I've, now something could happen. Obviously it can happen to anyone. But for the most part, I've got this thing dialed into a complete science. Like I've got people reaching out to me too, talking about like, hey, let's um let's uh, get you in a studio and let's like like we'll we'll announce it and people can come in and we can, you know, do like a two-color thing or a three-color thing, a set deal. Everyone can, you know, do their own and run the machine and all that kind of stuff. I say, that sounds great. Let's do that, you know. So hopefully that's gonna happen uh in 24. I would love to do that to be able to like you know, get this word out there because I was, I always say it like this, like, honestly, and I really feel this way somewhere along the line, you've seen like, you know, the, the inlay, like the wood inlay with walnut with maple, the famous walnut maple, right? Somebody somewhere was the guy that went like, huh, let's see, I'm going to do this. And now there's what, there's thousands of us doing those inlays. You know what I mean? There's, and there's room for more, like there's no like shortage of, of people out there who want this product. Trust me when I tell you that. And so, which means there can be plenty of us doing this and it's not like, oh, they filled up my spot. Trust me, I'll show you my order list. Like there's, we need several dozen of you right now getting into this and taking some of these orders because there's plenty of it and they're not cheap. Like people spend a lot of money for this stuff. It's, I would never buy one of these for myself. Like I would never spend this kind of money on a cutting board with my logo on it. I'm just not that into barbecuing, but a lot of these guys, these barbecue teams or these famous chefs and stuff, Oh, they go crazy. And and then uh, a friend of mine um, got a board to um, the CEO of Traeger. And after that, it's like just this, it just, it's nuts. And then the CEO of Vans, we surprised Steve Van Doren with a board uh, after his father died, Paul Van Doren, the founder of Vans. I don't know if you ever saw my Vans project, but it's a really cool one to see. Uh, um, is, it the, is it that checkerboard one? Yes. Yeah. With him, with Paul and uh, uh, yep. Steve on it. Yeah. So um, we got that presented to him. And I mean, we're talking like that's like an $1,800 board. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's not like people are just, you know, buying them willy nilly. But, and you would think like, and and it's now an $1,800 board. But when I was first doing it, I did it way too cheap. So what I tried to do to get people to slow down from ordering because it was causing so much friction with my wife and I, because I was just buried in these orders and trying to get out the door. 300 bottle openers, magnetic bottle openers, or 150 cutting boards with, you know, uh, epoxy for, for Ronda Rousey and uh, um, Travis, uh, her husband, they ordered like um, 60 of them with, with like, like epoxy, two color epoxy inlays for their Wagyu beef company they have in Riverside. So uh, it's stuff like that where, man, it, 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 you know, then, then she has a billion fans and then those people want to call. So it's never, there's plenty of people out there that, 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 are looking to buy this kind of stuff and there's there's room for everyone but it's just insane how this went from like i didn't even know what epoxy was i never worked with it i didn't know how to run a uh, a cnc machine i didn't understand the software i still don't i tell people i, I know about six or seven buttons on vcarve pro six or seven of them that's all yep. i need that's all i use i know if somebody came over here and watched me do a project they'd go you know you could save yourself you know 80 percent of your time if you just did this I'm positive there's something like that, but I have no time to even like people tell me, they send me these YouTube videos. Oh, just watch this. Just watch this. I've never watched one. Like I'm so busy that like, I, I can't even see. I just, I'm just like, well, I'm just moving forward with what I, with what I know. <laughs> so the people so, who really know the software would really take advantage of this. So what I'm hearing here is, and this is for all of, all of the listeners, if you're, undercutting the market on cutting boards. And if you're charging like the 25, 35, 45, like you're undercutting, stop it. Stop it. We could be doing Definitely. $1,800 boards with a yeah, little bit no. of epoxy just, and a little bit of crazy. 
just wood boards <laughs> for me. I'm going like 75 cents a cubic inch. Like it's 75 cents. If I'm going to glue up wood, I'm not talking about a logo or a laser burner or nothing yet. This is just a wood cutting board. So, I mean, that works out to a pretty decent price for a cutting board. But I'm telling everyone right now, 75 cents per cubic. Don't go lower than that. People will have to buy them. <laughs> we we <laughs> we can we can drive it uh, to make that happen. And, and I got to the point where I was like, like I, I, I tripled my prices and then tripled again. It's like it's nuts. And people and then it just made people want it more, which was really right. weird because I was trying to push people away. And then it just made it where th- then they're like, oh no, well that, now uh, I, I, give me two. <laughs> I was like, well, what? And that is, I mean, isn't that, that's kind of like the rule of thumb that we're all taught is the second that you can't keep up with your orders, it means your prices aren't higher, aren't high enough. And you need to, you need to up your prices because the customers that you lose will be offset by the increase in price. Oh, but it it sounds like you haven't hit that point. You, I mean, it sounds like you just keep raising the prices and you're still backlogged. I've been on the same price line now for about a year and I'm still backlogged, but, um, I'm not really taking many new orders now, unless it's like a customer who I've worked for before. I'll, sure. I'll make another board or a third or a, some of these guys, like they're, they're on their fifth or sixth board from me. Like it's crazy. And they, they want like a different, like, Oh, I want this one with my beef rub logo. And then this one with my chicken rub logo. And they just want them in there in full color. So I guess that, you know, and then Traeger sending me like a grill and a flat rock for free. It was insane. Cause I don't even know how to barbecue. I'm the guy that like my family would secretly not want me grilling anything. She's laughing in there. <laughs> yeah. They, they like, Oh God, please don't put that on the grill. These triggers, you can't mess it up. Like it's insane. Yeah. Oh I, yeah. I'm the best barbecue chef in the world. Now it's nuts. I don't even know how, like, I don't know. It's like, a, it's like an oven on wheels. It just works perfectly. So, yep. and that's, that's why I have a Traeger is you just, you turn it on and you just put it on there and then you just leave. Like it's yeah. fine. Just check just on it every later, time. Whatever time you want. Day two, your, your food's great. <laughs> yep. It's like the sous vide of like the barbecue world. Exactly. So, um, okay. So we, we got a question that I think is, is somewhat time sensitive. Uh, in fact, this is the only question that's been asked more than one time. Did your wife ever get her coffee table? Yes. Did you ever remake it? I can show it to you. You want to see it? Yeah, let's see it. This one's uh, beautiful, but not. Uh, I don't like the base on this as nice. Um, I'll I'll post the one that I did. But hold on, let me just try to turn this you to. Sound like a horrible mean person. You're not horrible. I don't know if you can see that or not. Oh wow! Yeah, and then let's see. It's got like a wood. Oops, sorry. The animal thing is under there. So I don't know if you can see the wood, the wood, uh, you know, and there's like a stump is the, I don't know how to work this. Oh, there we go. Yeah. So no, that looks, that looks cool. Yeah. It's a nice, it's a nice table. This is, so it's real similar to the other one. It's the same style, but the other one had like a, a long base, almost the whole length of it. And uh, it was all just like driftwood, just like all one piece, but really skinny, like wide enough to be, you know, support the table. But it was awesome. And I, I really, I hate that that sold, but uh, from what came out of it after thinking like, oh, no, I really screwed up. Like it was, it was a good deal. You know what I mean? Like a, a whole business came out of an accidental uh, sale. Man, just, yeah, this, this whole thing started from accidentally selling a coffee table for your wife to an adult film actress on Etsy. Exactly. Yeah. No, you were, you were absolutely right. I, I couldn't have come up with that with the hours, days, days of time. That's not in any way how I would have come up with this entire business of yours springing this up. This entire thing from like messing with epoxy with a, with a hand router and a, and a, and a like two sided tape with a, with a plastic uh, template to where it is now, all within the last five or five and a half years. It's just insane that how quick it, it went, like in the time flies. And, and the, the good thing now is like people who are into this type of thing, um, I'm really looking forward to being able to kind of put on classes now and then because um, like it's a lot of fun to do. And I think if people just started trying even just like one or two color logos, stuff like that, and then they see how nice they look when they're done, this this will totally catch on. I know it will. So have you considered making like YouTube content, like tutorials, things like that, so that people can can learn how to do it? 
I do. Have you put I, out anything like that? I have a YouTube page. Uh, you know, it's the same name, Shane's Hardwood uh, on, on YouTube. And um, on there, I do have three or four at least uh, instructional type of videos that show my overlap process and some other stuff. And then a lot of it is just uh, my Instagram thing. So I'm still in this thing where when I post something, I'm always thinking like, okay, it's got to be as you get to the point as fast as you can and grab their attention or forget about it. So like I, I make all my videos like 59 seconds long and I just like a quick, you know, one color, two color, three color, four color, five, and then a quick flattening and then boom, there it is type of thing. Where YouTube, they don't like that. The YouTube people are like, all the guys are like, dudes, like take three hours, like just slow down and just tell me all about this. So right. I do need to, I do need to get back on YouTube and do uh, some videos. And I have a, a really good friend now who actually, I, I met him, he reached out to me through my Instagram page and was like, Hey, like, I've never seen anyone doing what you're doing. Like, I'd love to come and see this in, in, in person. Can I come by? I live in, you know, I know you're in Fullerton. I live over here. I was like, yeah, come on by. I'll tell you whatever you want to know, you know, like, come on over. Uh, that's Rob Sandstrom. And um, he's been so much help too, because he's like a real woodworker. Like the guy's like got a ton of knowledge. He's a really smart dude. He's not like me, like, you know, just like two marbles in here rolling around that just know how to do, you know, certain things. And then that's it. Like he's, 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 he's got a, like, and, and, it, and I think it kind of drives him crazy too, because he's like doing all this great stuff and his YouTube page will have like, you know, I don't know how many, I, I don't want to guess cause I don't want to offend anybody. I don't know how many followers. And then mine where I I've been on there like nine times and just basically took Instagram content and just posted it without any kind of time consumption at all. You know, more people are just kind of jumping on there and following it. And that actually came a lot after um, because uh, do you use Vectric software or? I do. Yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, um, uh, they reached out to me and they was like, Hey, we've never seen anyone do this logo stuff with the epoxy that with our software before, would you mind like coming and talking and, and speaking about it? We're going to come to the U S cause they they're over in uh, London. So I said, yeah, sure. Like that'd be great. So for the last, I think three years now I've been going in and, and either virtually or going in person to do, like, you know, to speak at these things and kind of talk all about the process and then do a little giveaway with some, like last year we did some gnomes I made and gave those away. So um, uh, it's a lot of fun. And the best part about this uh, too, that I didn't say in the beginning is like all the people I get to meet, like talking with you and uh, I, I'm pretty sure TJ will be jumping in here uh, soon, like meeting all the people that I've been able to meet uh, in the woodworking community, because I've always loved woodworking. I'm mean, just a big fan of woodwork. You know what I mean? Like I know how to do it, but I, I by no means consider myself like the wood whisperer or anything like that. You know, epoxy, that's a whole nother deal. I got a lot to tell you about epoxy. But when it comes to woodworking, I, I step back and I listen to all guys like you that know what the hell you're talking about, how to make the, you know everything fit nice. Believe me, I, I'm ready to like uh, on a monthly basis, I'm ready to go find someone like, hey, who can come over here and like just uh, get my table saw or my saw stop just perfect or get my 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 uh um powermatic uh, uh jointer you know get that sucker just dialed in perfectly i'm not that guy like i'm just not I'm yeah. not pay someone to come and do that i'm not the like master woodworker at all i just i'm fortunate enough to like have these companies have been they were blown away enough in the beginning to be like oh. so now there's like this line of epoxy people and and colors and pigments and and i just went with the stuff i i love and i that i use so I, you know, every month they're just, you know, they're, they're sending this stuff. It's great. Laguna, you know, with this big CNC they gave me, it's, it's nuts. Like it's impossible to think that anything would ever come from something that started just from me trying to have my friends say Shane's hard wood. You know what I mean? That's all this was supposed to be. And to now have all the, you know, the blessings that come in behind all this stuff. Um, it's why I, I love to like give back and give the info and like share it with people. And um, the people who don't know me though, the ones who just like, look at my Instagram and I'm standing there with the stupid belt at the end, you know, and like, Oh yeah, the Apache guy. They're just like, Oh, look at this arrogant prick, you know? And so, so, and I let them go. Like, honestly, it, it doesn't matter to me what someone thinks like people who know me, know me. And that's all I'm really concerned about. Um, and uh, I think they also, a lot of people always say like, Oh, we, we love how like humble you are. I'm like, I'm not humble. I'm just dumb. Like I'm just, I'm dumb. And I know it. That's not humble. I, I'm able to tell the truth. <laughs> Shane, I'm going to be honest. I just, I don't think that you give yourself enough credit. I mean, you're, you're teaching the Vetric people how to work their software in new ways. I mean, that's amazing. It, it, it's cool, but, but, 
believe me, every day I, I'm waiting for the other shoe to or the rug to get pulled out from underneath me. Whatever. I, I just don't I just don't ever go down that road and start thinking that way, honestly. I just I just try to stay like where okay, you know, tomorrow everyone's gonna say, you know, to be on the back of like a uh, I know it's the back and the front cover, but to be on like a back of a some stupid like epoxy works magazine, which is like a nothing magazine. But man, that was great. Like I, I have that thing framed right in my in my game room, right over there on the wall. So you can see a bunch of my pieces. I don't, you probably can't see it, but like there's a bunch of my pieces on the back cover. So, I mean, it was super cool. You know what I mean? Like, and um, I honestly would still probably be with West System, but they came up something where they were like, ah, we're not able to send epoxy anymore because you don't work on boats and stuff like that. So I was like, okay, you're like, that's okay. Like, there's no hard feeling. I still follow West System. I still would recommend their 105 206 combo. It's a great combo if you're, if you, if that's what the product you have to use. Um, I've used so many different epoxies and honestly, um, they all, they all can, like, I could use any epoxy and do what I do for sure. And it would look magnificent. The one thing I like about, I'm not trying to plug here, but I, but I, right now I'm with Moss Epoxy and, uh, um, you use Shane 10, you get uh, 10% off and free shipping. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. So uh, so Moss Epoxy, the thing I love about it, they have this uh, LV Epoxy, which is low viscosity. And then they have a slow, a fast, or a medium hardener. So you can, like, I can literally get sometimes three or four colors poured and cut in a day in the same piece with the with the fast. The reason I don't use, I, I don't use the fast too much unless I'm in a really big hurry because I like to spend a little bit more time heating and, 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 and stirring the stuff to kind of get that, you know, that nice finished look out of it. Right. But this is the first epoxy I've ever seen where I can go with the slow and work, you know, in 12 hour shifts with it. Medium about six, seven hours. And the fast is like three or four hours. You're able to take it back to the CNC and cut into it already. It's, yeah. it's, it's crazy. So, you know, it's, it's uh, I would recommend people try it, but honestly, don't, I, I would never want, so I would never want to tell anyone like, Oh, you have to use this kind of, you can give me any epoxy and I'm going to show you a piece that, you know, is going to blow your mind. It's just a matter of like, if I use a one-to-one, I'm going to have to wait 24 hours before I want to cut into that because I know with that fine detail, it's still just too soft and it gets caked up in there. And then you spend three hours trying to like scrape out the grooves with another bit to try to get it to where you can pour in there. It's just better to make sure the stuff is totally cured before you, you know, cut into it. And with the Moss uh, LV and the, with the fast, that's like four hours and you, you're good to go. It's like, it's been sitting for two days. Right. Well, and that's, I mean, that's kind of the odd thing about epoxy is like figuring out that, that sweet spot of being able to work with it and not work with it. Um, I use total boat epoxy. And when I first got their, uh, high performance, mm-hmm. I got medium, uh, hardener thinking, Oh, medium that's slower than fast, but faster than slow, that sort of thing. And I was used to working with, uh, a different epoxy that would, it took a while. And, uh, so I did this, you know, the thing where you stir in a bunch of colors and all that. And I was doing rainbows and, I mixed all my colors and I was ready. Like I'm going to do a bunch of little pours. Actually, it's for one of, uh, and they were, and they were, they were, uh, forming up in the cup. Yeah. It was, it was for one of these. And, uh, I go and I finally get, I get the colors and I go and I look and the first color, the red is like starting to smoke. And I'm like, I was convinced that that was something that didn't actually happen. That was just, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a myth. Yeah, that was you know, it was like people uh, egging houses on Halloween. Like that's just something from TV. Right. And uh, next thing I know, like all of my epoxy is starting to like set fire. And uh, so yeah, I mean epoxy's it's such a fickle thing to work with. It is, and uh, you know I make sure. I, so so another. Hey, good to see you, man. This, this is a uh, this is not TJ. We've got Kamani tonight. Yep. Hey, hey. There was epoxy talk, and I had to jump in. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Um, yeah, the, uh, that, that, that thermal reaction that, that, that happens is, is, is nuts. Like, uh, yeah, there's been times I've just gotten like, just flat out lucky with that whole thing, you know, not ruining my house because, uh, oh, what I was going to tell you is, you know, all my kids have moved out. I have three uh, kids now that are all moved out and then two grandkids in Hawaii. Uh, they're stationed with, um, my son's stationed there in Hawaii. So they live out there with him and his, uh, my, my daughter-in-law. And uh, so I was able to t- turn all the bedrooms that used to, you know, be their bedrooms. I have now the uh, epoxy room. I've got a oiling room, a toolbox room, all that kind of stuff. So I just turned it into like a wood shop inside and then my garage outside. 
and then I had to buy a big shed in the back because Laguna gave me one of those um, um, uh, MX labor lasers, the the CO two lasers. Yeah. So I, I had to buy a buy a shed to put it in because I'm like, well, I, like there's just no more room. I can't put it in my house. Well, I'll die. And then in the garage, <laughs> there's no more room at all. So I had to. Buy, I spent like two thousand dollars on this stupid shed out back, like twenty five hundred bucks for like an eight by fifteen, which I think I might have supposed to get permitted, but I, I don't know. And uh, just to just to house the laser, yeah, exactly. Believe me, the city's not up watching this. They're, they're, they need to fix the roads. <laughs> um, okay, so I you have a lot of fans uh, that are in the comments on Instagram. Rob's watching. Uh, Hannah from Surf Rap is just losing her mind. Oh, um, I love Hannah. And, and is, Mary, is Mary there too? She's told me she's, I know she's watching because she's, she's tuned in. I was going to tell you. So one thing I, I'm looking forward to with, as far as surf prep goes, is I know they're a sponsor here and everybody loves them is um, their, their grits on their uh, paper right now I'm using, and I don't post much about this, but I'm really looking forward to like being able to use all the, the nice sanders that Hannah's given me and stuff like that in videos. But Right now, because of the grit that I need to uh, achieve and, you know, getting up into the 4,000s, I'm just not able to do it, like, comfortably or willing to, like, try it on a piece. Like, so so I think we're going to be talking about them, you know, getting into, like, the uh, – I don't know if it's going to be the mesh, but I but right now using that Merca, uh, that mesh, that, like, oh, auto, that net. auto net or something like that. Yeah, yeah it is great stuff. I mean, it's stuff just uh, – I, and I take all these pieces from like 120 up to about 4,000 or 6,000, and then I can jump over to a polish, uh, three-stage polish from um, uh, 3M, I think it is. Man, I'm feeling bad because I run mine up to like 220, and I call it good. You can do that if you do a pour-over. That's the best thing. I love to do wall pieces now. No more cutting boards. I wish everyone would just order wall pieces because I can sand to 180, and then just clean it off with some uh, uh, trisodium phosphate and then, you know, do a clear pour over the top. Perfect. Like it's been buffed, like, you know, to 20 billion. You know what I mean? Like it, it's the best. So that's my favorite is doing those wall pieces because you can like, I flip it over on its face first and I, I hit the back good. So it's sealed and down the sides. Then I, when that, that cures, I flip it over and I get the bubbles off the front and I just go over the front and then do the same thing. on, And then it's done. I mean, it's just like, no more buffing or polishing or nothing. It's the it's it's great. By the way, if my customers are listening, it's still very very hard. So the price needs to stay where it is. <laughs> uh, I mean, heck, you, you said you're you're getting it all the way up to four thousand, and then you're like this. We're talking hours and hours and hours. Yeah, so. yeah, it's yeah. Four thousand grit isn't cheap. So no, it's not. And and that's not something. See, that's something that uh, you know. So like wood and. Uh, sandpaper. I still have to buy those. People. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. So, so yeah. We're, what the heck? we're raising prices. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't make me raise my prices again. So, um, you know, and I have no business crying about that because like I said, I'm so fortunate, so blessed to have like uh, RIP precision tools and, uh, you know, sending me whatever I need and the epoxy companies and the liquid from Mixall and the um, powders from eye candy. Like it's great. So, that's right there, able to let me like do these boards for what I'm doing, which I still think is pretty high priced. But without that support, there uh, they'd be they'd be a lot more expensive, you know. Yeah. So just just keep this in mind, customers. If his sponsors drop him because he's not doing silly content, prices go up. Just keep yep. that in mind. Yep. Um, so your your boards, you have like some really solid colors, and this is something I've never figured out. Like your colors are a steady single color like it almost looks like it's paint you're getting that with a pigment epoxy or with like a pigment coloring yeah so how how the the process goes for me is i almost never use a powder without a liquid but i will use a liquid without a powder a, a lot but I'll, if i'm putting a powder in a cup to make the color i'm always going to put some kind of base behind it because uh, you still you still want to get that swirl and stuff like that but there's like a i don't know how to I don't know how much to tell you to put. It's, it's, I don't even know if I'm dealing with ounces or gallons or what the hell. I just like put pumps in a cup and look at it and just kind of, you know, add it stuff. It muscle memory after a while. Yeah, it does. It really does. And, and that's the other thing, too, is that people always ask me, like, how do you get your colors to match so well? And I said, well, what I always say is um, 
you know, when God was handing out superpowers, you know, I would be able to fly or to see through ladies' clothes or turn invisible or something. But he gave me this ability to be able to like look at a color and know if you give me black, white, blue, yellow, and red, I can make any color, any color, like any color. Just I just can make it. So. Um, and that's always drove. I know Rob is watching. That always drove him nuts. Like, how do you make? It's like, I can't tell you, man. I don't know the answer. I wish I did. It's some stupid thing. Like, it never really benefited me until now. And I've had that my whole life where I could make colors, but uh, but I've never had a job where I needed to. So this hobby, it, th th that kind of uh, worked out nice <laughs> to be able to do that. Oh, so so um, always put a base behind your when you're putting powders in there and uh, it's going to look a lot more solid. And obviously the more liquid tint you use, um, you'll even start to get it to where you won't even see much swirl with that powder anymore if you use too much. So there's like a kind of depending what you want. So for like skin tones and stuff like that, I'm, I'm not using any powder in skin tones. So it's always going to be no matter what color the person is, it's always just going to be base liquid colors to get it kind of flat, you know, and, 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 yeah. dark not not to be where you can kind of see through it or anything like that but like nice and solid and then for like clothes any kind of like items like a barbecue or a hat or any stuff like that i almost always go powder with a liquid to get that kind of like that swirl or or uh sometimes you can also just use them to where like if you don't stir it it just kind of sparkles you know what i mean so you can get like a swirl to a sparkle type of thing uh, just depending on what i'm doing so i try not to but like if I'm swirling one thing, the next color is probably going to be a sparkle and then I'll swirl on the other side. It's like been this thing. I've just always kind of, you know, tried this and tried that. That seems to be the way at least I like to to look at it. So and customers don't seem to complain. So I figure I'm, I'm doing it OK, you know. If they keep buying. I mean, it seems like you're doing it right. Yeah, they keep buying. Yeah. I mean, um, some, of the, some of your earlier pieces were uh, very motivational for me to try to do some of my own color inlays. So. Uh, I did uh, when I first when I first got my CNC. I think this is before I started following you. I did my first kind of like it was just a two tone like mm -hmm. Thundercat coaster, and like that was like my crowning achievement of being able to like get the get the red, get the black, get it to look exactly right. Um, and then I think most recently, where I actually layered multiple colors on top of each other, was I did a I did a small logo for uh, wall control just to just to try it out because I wanted to be able to like try it out but yeah i haven't i'm i'm i got some of the uh rip uh, precision bits i'm looking uh and i think it was uh one of your kits i think you have like a recommended like bit set or something with them yeah uh, so i got that one because i was looking into doing more of the like really detailed like you yeah, know go in with the ball yeah go in with the 15 and the ball nose and really layering in so my for next year my next year is to do a full do a full color inlay and also do a, a wood inlay. Hey, how good is that feeling though? When you were doing those, uh, like the, with the black and the red, like when you first saw that, isn't that the greatest feeling in the world? When you do that, you think like you're king it, of the world, right? Oh yeah. Like when it, like when it worked, like when it, like, you know, oh, when, you know, you, you know, when I, I, I guess it was more so when I see and seed everything out and it didn't screw up and I was able to apply that second color, I was like, it's, it's good. So, yep. yeah, no, and it's just uh, that learning. But, yeah, being able to, like like you said, hit it with that 180 and put that top coat on and I have, like, a oh, nice. The yeah. Best. yeah. 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 So. I know, and it, it, it's, it's weird to say this, but I'm not lying to you guys at all. Every time I'm finishing a project, it is just like that first time. Like, honestly, it is the, it's the greatest feeling, like, finally flattening that thing down and seeing what's underneath all that crazy pour that I'm doing, you know, uh, because I try to make them look as messed up as I can uh, during it. Like the one I'm doing now of my friend uh, Ned and Christy, uh, a couple, I'm doing a big wall piece for them. And she's got a full unibrow going across her head right now, just how it sits now. So, I mean, it's, it's just so much fun because people are going to look at it and go like, what the heck? And then, you know, they'll see the flattening and go, oh, wow. Like, you know, that's so cool. So it's more of like a wow factor when is why you see me over pour so much uh, uh, when I'm kind of getting all over the place is making it look messy. Um, that's really why I'm doing that is just because like, I'm just looking to have it look like a total disaster and then flatten it. And then, Oh my gosh, so that was under there. <laughs> you had to hype it up for the reveal. Yeah. yeah. Look, look, look at, look at this guy, the guy getting all the free epoxy talking about overpouring. Here I, we go. Honestly, you know what? That, that's true. I, I, I should, I should apologize for, for acting <laughs> <that way. laughs> because people always like, 
oh, why do you do that flood coat in the beat? You know, like, a, like, so what I like to do now is like, I'll take the whole silhouette of whatever the, the logo would be. So let's say it's going to be Kamani's head. Like, so I would do this whole logo and I would go outside like, 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 you know, two hundredths or three hundredths more of an inch. And I would do like the outside vector of the thing. I would, I would just uh, offset a little bit more and I would pour that clear and I'd pour it deeper. So most of my stuff, I'd cut like a 0.125 deep. But that first pocket, I cut it just a smidge bigger and a smidge deeper. I, I cut it 0.15. And then from there, I go 0.125. The reason I do that is because then everything when I'm cutting into it and it's coming out of there, the sides and the bottom are epoxy. So there's no epoxy trying to get into that wood and causing bubbles. You know what I mean? That, that thing. Yeah. But I do realize that I'm an asshole for like recommending that because not everyone's getting epoxy shipped to them every month where they don't have to worry about that's a it doubles your cost you're putting in all clear to cut the clear out and put back a color it's using exactly twice as much epoxy so i know it is wasteful but man does it ever work good but you can also do that piece by piece if you just uh, brush coat on some clear epoxy and let it seal too but you just can't do it for the whole silhouette because then obviously there's nothing to cut into there it's it's already you know at its depth so as somebody who's had staining from uh, epoxy pores, it doesn't sound like a waste. It sounds like a really good way to do it. So. It is. It's a really good way to do it. If you're looking for not um, having a bubbles attacking you, then. Or a lot so, of sanding sealer and shellac. <laughs> see, I've never oh used God. shellac, but, but I've always told people like, yeah, that, that might work really well. All you're looking yeah. to do is seal the wood so, <clears throat> so epoxy's not trying to penetrate and then send bubbles up because the bubbles just ruin your piece. Yeah. If I'm doing, uh, for some of my test pieces, if I'm doing, uh, or like the wall control piece I used, um, it was just MDF cause I was just trying to test it all out. So did sanding sealer cut the pocket sanding, put more sanding sealer in there. Uh, and sometimes I'll, or I'll do like a, a shellac based, uh, sealer and it just seals, you know, cause it's just so porous. So like really get a good seal in there. And that way, and I do a slight overpour, just mm -hmm. just enough till it's like gives you that little dome yeah. epoxy, mm -hmm. and then it flattens out because it'll absorb a little bit. But same, yeah, yeah, same a little bit you. of shrinkage. Yeah, you know, just a little shrinkage. Uh, but same as you, you get that. Uh, I was in the pool. <laughs> it was cold. Uh, come on, I don't think it's the same as me. I get a lot of shrinkage. Okay, I'm pretty sure <laughs> if you and I both walk out of a pool, everyone's gonna go like, Shane has a lot of shrinkage. <laughs> I, I think they should wonder why we're both not wearing pants. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that getting that base layer of epoxy before you do that cut is like just it's it's the easiest win you can do when you're trying to do these multi layer uh, cuts. Otherwise, it could be a nightmare fighting those bubbles the whole time. It's just it's, it's never ending. Yeah. Sometimes you, you, you know how it is. They just don't, you never get to the end. Like it, 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 it cures with bubbles in it and then you have to cut it out and redo it anyway. So yep. might as well just uh, uh, poured the clear, <laughs> clear base or it sealed it. So as we're getting kind of close to the end here and we, we haven't talked about somebody that I've, I get the impression is important in your life. And this kind of connects back to the surf prep stuff. The only time I've actually seen you using a surf prep sander was actually somebody else in your shop doing something inappropriate with a surf prep sander. Oh, Cousin Kevin. Why don't you tell us about Cousin Kevin? Yeah, I can get Cousin Kevin if you want really quick. We got a second. We can, we can right. talk to Cousin Kevin. Give me one second. This is either going to be like the greatest ad to an episode ever, or this is going to be the moment that it left turned on to me. <laughs> this, is, this is it. It's, it's one of the two. There is no middle ground. This is the episode you decided to roll the dice? Listen, if we're going to do it, I mean, this is the time to do it. But I uh, I just cannot, I cannot believe the amount of detail that goes into Shane's stuff. Like, it is bananas. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, just the, uh, I think I saw some of his earlier pieces of, like, some of, the, like, the family portraits where it's just, like, you know, everybody's smile and face and the eye, you know, like, eyebrow, just, just the same. Okay, like, I found him. <laughs> Oh, buddy. He had to go get him from the, the back shed. Yeah, uh, he was out front uh, playing with himself. Out front? Yeah, gotta watch him. <laughs> Shane, are you taking your pants off? No. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be upset. No. 
Gonna get us demonetized before we even get monetized. Hey, y'all. Oh. oh Cousin yeah. Kevin. Now, Cousin Kevin isn't a pussy like Shane. Cousin Kevin will talk about some shit. <laughs> so, yeah. Cousin Kevin. <laughs> people, people love Cousin Kevin. So I had to make uh, Kevin up because, you know, I had to have someone to blame all my mistakes on. Honestly, this is how this started was um, if I messed up a board or something like that, cousin Kevin would have to take the blame. Like, oh, yeah, I messed this up. And now Shane's mad at me type of thing. So I just like it's like almost like a split personality where I can like argue with myself. So all the bad stuff comes from Kevin and all the great stuff that gets all the attention was was my idea. <laughs> I like to not real. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm not convinced. I think he's a real person. I think you're just hiding him. But uh, <laughs> he, you've got some interesting content with him. Uh, and again, just never seems to have pants on. So, yep, that's <laughs> what I we we don't have time now to talk about it. But like my like before this whole thing with woodworking, I actually like I told you I travel around ref and hockey like all over the world, different countries, and. Uh, my thing would have, was, and I still, still, I have these albums. I because I was gonna make a coffee table book called Balls Around the World. So not anything but the balls, not the, not the chat. But I would go to famous places and I would just pull them out, just have them hanging out of the zipper, and I'd get like photos with famous people or photos with police officers or in like famous buildings, you know, uh, all, all these different places. Like I'm talking like probably thirty different countries. I got kicked out of Notre Dame Church. For like hopping the railing and getting getting one next to the Pope, the wooden Pope that was laying there, you know, getting one with them hanging up. Yeah, they kicked me right out, so I'm banned from there forever. So yeah, it, it, that that was my thing before this woodworking thing. And then I thought, well, I better cut back on the, <laughs> on the other hobby because no one's gonna follow <laughs> your Instagram if you're running around putting your nuts all over the place. So that's how that goes. Like, what's this indent in my cutting board? <laughs> <laughs> This this looks like a is this a deviled egg tray? <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord! All right, and with with that, we're we're coming up on an hour, um, and I feel like we, it's either we pull the plug now or we just let it run until the early hours of the morning. Um, so uh, we want to thank our sponsors. Thank you everybody for listening. Uh, Surf Prep, thank you so much. George Supply Co. If you guys yeah, need epoxy, uh, not epoxy. If you guys need sanding equipment, sanding setups, dust extractors, go get them. Sanding will still absolutely suck. It's the worst. Nobody can convince me otherwise. But it sucks a lot less with uh, surf prep materials and surf prep machines. So, uh, and George Supply Co. I can stick anything to anything with George Supply Co. Uh, adhesives. So, go check them out. Um, Make sure you guys check out the uh, Maker Project that's going on right now at Makers for St. Jude. Uh, it's the last month or the main month for... There's a bunch of different uh, donation-type projects where you can win a bunch of prizes from a bunch of different makers. Uh, and it raises money for St. Jude's. And if you're not against childhood cancer, this is the wrong place for you anyway. Get out. Um, Shane, thank you so much for being thank on. I appreciate your it, time. It was a hoot. Um, Kamani, thank you for hopping in last second when, uh, obviously TJ wasn't feeling great. It's either that or you're TJ and you just got tan. So, um, or TJ, TJ saw me and like, uh -uh, I'm not going in there with that idiot. <laughs> <laughs> um, Shane, we like to wrap up each of our episodes with, uh, our viewer or our guest sharing something with our viewers, something inspirational, something motivational, something that makes them want to kick open the shop doors and just go make something or get started or just do something. What have you got for us? You mean show you a project or tell you something? Tell us something. We, we want, this is like the, the quote, like you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Yeah. Uh, Michael Scott. Yeah. Look at this. This pinball machine back there. Stern. I did a sign for them. They sent me that. That's super checks. They sent me that. You just got <laughs> Just start sending stuff out. How it started for me was sending free stuff to people in the very beginning. And then once your stuff catches on, the doors open up and it's uh, just a, a flooding of blessings, honestly. All jokes aside, like I'm very blessed and I know it. And uh, 
aside from that Instagram persona of like the epoxy guide stuff, hopefully you guys know now, like this is a passion for me and I love talking about it and I'm always willing to come on and share uh, tips and tricks to, um, you know, how I got through some stuff. I, I really wish I had someone uh, that lived close that would be able to come over here and like just kind of help with content because there's so much information, but just I don't have the time to like put all the stuff together and, 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 Tell you like, oh, this is why you have to overlap 0.05 because, you know, because at this depth that the, I would love to talk about all that. But it's just really tough because um, it's one thing to like film myself doing it, which I'm still bad. at. I don't know how to do screen recording or none of that stuff yet. So uh, if, but if I had someone doing that, I think uh, I could get a lot more information out there. So I think next year I'll try to do some classes and 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 um, get people to kind of come in and, and, and pass the information that way. And then hopefully I'll get better at my um, social media game and, and content creation. All right. So what I'm hearing just to wrap it up is if you're not selling your cutting boards for several thousand dollars, you're yes. missing the boat. So yes, for some reason, $60 cutting board, people no, knock it off. That. No wood's too expensive. There's no $60 cutting boards. Seventy-five cubic inch for a wood cutting board. That's where you start and it goes up from there. Yeah, you you do cheap cutting boards. We're gonna send cousin Kevin out, or uh, yeah, cousin Kevin after you. He's gonna he's gonna put you put you right. Yep. <laughs> so, all right. Well, thank you everybody so much for listening, um, and we will catch you next week at the same bad time, same bad channel. See you guys. See you guys. Thank you.